You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Sarah, that Greg, is... Greg, look what I found when I was looking for a book. That's really just not nice, Well, I was just doing. trying to find some reading material, because I'm like, oh, we have a ton of amazing books at the studio. Maybe I'll just look at one of those. And lo and behold, I found a special prize. Those are my hidden M&Ms. I, I specifically um, I put those... I don't believe on these it says Greg's hidden M&Ms. Those are, the, those are the M&Ms that Megan gave us. I hid those around this studio in specific spots where it wouldn't affect any equipment for me for a special time in the future for me to find and give myself a surprise. And I come in and you've got my M&Ms. It's not fair. How come it has to be we a surprise for this. you? How come it couldn't be a surprise for me? Because it's... Because you don't get surprises. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right, we're going to explain what was going on here at the beginning in just a second. I do want to say, stop crunching my M&Ms. If you've listened to this show, you know, yeah, Greg, you can tell you're a little you're a little worked up about this. You're talking very fast. You're like, what are you doing? Yes, because you're crunching them. You're messing up the I'm bag of M&M's. Them, I'm just gently caressing. You're messing them up in there. They're delicate things and you're screwing it up. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I do want to say thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Amazon link. Yes. The fine, fine Amazon link there at the top of the page. It's it the finest the, of Amazon links. It's the best Amazon link you're going to find out there. People come up to me all the time and they say, Greg, you've got the best Amazon link at funemploymentradio.com. Many people have said this. So that's the best way to go shop. Go to funemploymentradio.com. Click wow. on the Amazon link. Yeah, that was uh, I was reaching, <laughs> that was reaching on that one. Um, all right, so we got a ton of stuff to get to today, but I have to say, I was a little upset when I came in this morning uh, to our studio. We have our fine studio here in Southeast Portland. We've got our broadcast studio. You Did you open them? No. Nope. Well, not yet. And then I mean... we've got our, our wonderful green room, and, you know, we're very fortunate. We've got lovely listeners, and, and you know, our listeners bring us stuff and give us things and sometimes, and it's very cool when that happens. And I got a bunch of M&Ms because, as we know, I do like peanut M&Ms. I don't ever, ever buy them. I never buy them. Except for when he does. No, I don't. I never, I can't, I wouldn't even be able to tell you the last time I bought peanut M&M's. I have no idea. But I do have them given to me sometimes. And, you know, I have to save them so I don't scarf them all down at the same time. So I have these extra bags and I I hid them in our studio so that I could find them. Yeah, the word being our studio. Our 50-50 studio. Yeah, the studio is 50-50, but that doesn't mean the M&Ms are 50-50. So I took these M&Ms and I like, hid them. And and I hid them in certain places so that at some point while being in the studio, I'd be like, oh, I need to go look for something. Oh, my gosh, look at this. Greg, look what you left for yourself. A surprise bag of M&Ms. Like I found one a couple of weeks ago, and it was like the best day ever because I found some M&Ms. Um, How come it can't be my best day ever then? Because you don't even appreciate them. That's the thing. It's like you. the only thing you appreciate about them is the fact that I like them and that you have them now. That is untrue. I thought that you were sh- like hiding them for everybody so that we could all have a, a delicious surprise if we were looking for one, which I wasn't even looking for. I was looking for a book, and I'm like, this seems like it was meant to be. I found some M&Ms. Oh, do you seem like you're sharing them? Because well, it doesn't plus, seem you're like you're on like your weird stinky health kick right now. I'm not on a stinky health kick. Oh, my God. So, Greg... <laughs> How do I put this delicately? Greg is a Greg is a very svelte young man. Like he does not he gets on these jags where he very much all of a sudden has convinced himself that he is the most morbidly obese person in the world and needs to not eat anything but stinky salads. 
And so right now Greg is on a salad kick where he brings all of his smelly salad crap in here and makes his weird salads with his weird canned chicken and weird dried cranberry and it's just like the grossest smelling thing and these other are like I'm eating a salad what are you having Sarah oh is that what you're eating well I'm eating a salad <laughs> I don't say I'm eating a salad all the time I'm just saying it's uh, you know that's that's what I'm eating yes I I eat I like canned chicken, and I've got a bunch of uh, a bunch of spinach, and I throw a bunch of spinach and canned chicken, and then I throw some Ugh. craisins. If you can imagine, I've got blueberry craisins, and I throw those, throw those in, in here. It's fucking gross. Why does it smell gross? The it's canned delicious. Canned chicken or something. It's okay to cook with it, but like just have it, just marinating, just like a blop, like a can of chicken. You throw it in and you eat it as fast into, as you can. You didn't eat it fast enough because I still smell your canned chicken. I was eating here. it pretty fast because I mean it doesn't taste the greatest, so I just try to get it down. It's like it turns you know foods just substance, and I like shovel it all in. And uh, although the craisins taste good, I do like those. Oh, um, and then so Greg's uh, over there eating like. Eating like shrunken, shriveled like fruit, mm-hmm. like uh, like room temperature, like stringy chicken. Let's be honest. This annoyed Sarah. This this annoyed you that I was doing this. It annoys you when I eat salads. Well, and then for some reason, if you're trying to Stop eat healthy anyway, if you're trying to eat healthy, then why are you trying to keep me from because enjoying a delicious? There's M&M? nothing wrong with me having a delicious treat when I find it. When I find it, you know, somewhere in the office, you're not finding no, something that you hid. Well, that's I, not finding it. That's retrieving something okay. that you placed somewhere that you know where it is. In all honesty, this is something I've done like my entire life, is that I hide things from myself. I, I do it on accident anyway all the time, but I'll hide myself surprises. And so I'll... Uh, when I was that a doesn't kid, even make any sense. You can't hide yourself surprises. Well, I forget where I put... I'll, I've already, I have no idea where my keys are right now. I'll have to look for those when we're done. And See, I just drove here. I might See, be more so, cluttered and messy than you, but I always know where everything is. True. I, I, like, I have mountains of clothes in my apartment, and I know exactly where each piece is. I know where, like, like every pair of shoes is. I know are. where nothing is. I mm. lose everything in seconds. I, just I can tell you all the things that I have in my bag right now, probably. And I switch out my bags every day. I, I question that. I don't know if I want to put that to the test I don't, today. We're not putting but that to the test. We'll put that to, a te- to the test someday. So stop crinkling those in the microphone. It's driving me insane. Um, no, uh, when I was a kid, I would take, like, Halloween candy. You know, because I would save my candy. I wouldn't eat it. And my brother would scarf all of his down. We'd, we'd it'd always be split down the middle. But he would scarf all of his down, and I would save my candy. And when he ran out, I would, of course, have my delicious, you know, Stale. Mr. Good Bar or whatever. And I would just happen to bring one out. And, you know, oh, yeah, you're all, you're all out of candy, huh? Oh, that's too bad. I have a whole bag in my room. Hmm. And then I'd eat it in front of him because that was my form of torturing him. And I would also take these and I would hide like my favorite ones and I'd hide them in like a sock drawer and I'd hide them in different places and I would uh, I would, would wait. You know you're terrible at hiding things. Your brother probably ate like half of your candy if not most of it. Mm, okay, that's a possibility. He could have done that. Like I wasn't even he looking was for your hidden candy and I found it. He was sneaky. He could He could have found some of it. But he certainly didn't find all of it because I knew the kinds that he liked actually were the kinds that I didn't. Like he liked the nerds and the like really sweet stuff. Oh, I'm not a big nerds fan. Um, yeah, nerds. I mean, they were all right, but I, they I weren't like that big. I like to chew them so I could get to the sweeter, not sour part on the outside. Yeah, I mean, they were okay to me, but he loved them. So I would hold on to those and, you know, lord it over him. And so I would hide, I would hide surprises. But I used to do that with a lot of different things. So I'd hide like, um, I would hide like $5.00. Take five dollars and I would hide it somewhere. Stop crinkling those. Oh I'm my not, god. 
It's driving me crazy. It's so loud. And you're opening up my M&Ms right now. Our M&Ms, Greg. They don't look like our M&M. Sarah, you seriously just opened that bag? Well, I just need I've to been test holding on to that sure. bag. I knew where that bag was, and I was saving that bag for a day when I really needed some M&Ms, and you're just sitting here. Ew, that's so gross. Today isn't that day, Greg. You have your room temperature You just chicken. took my M&Ms, you, you picked them up, and you opened them, and you're eating them. You picked them up, and you ate them. You're eating my M&Ms. <laughs> Man. No, Greg, what I'm saying is I'm just helping you appreciate your stinky salad more. Now they're going to go. Now the bag's there, and now it's going to go stale. Oh, no. Oh, no. And you some spilled of them, just, them onto the... Oh, no. Oh, they fell on the table. Sarah. What do, we, what do we do? You are so mean. What do we do? You're like the bully when I was a kid that would steal uh, things from me. What would he steal? <laughs> Probably M&Ms from me. Oh my God! You, I feel like I'm being bullied right now. You've taken my M and M's. You've opened the bag. You've spilled it everywhere. That was my surprise for later. Well, anyway. Yeah, it's being pointed out that M and M's probably aren't part of your stinky salad diet anyway. No, it's probably not part of my stinky salad diet. But at some point, I'm going to get tired of my salad and I'm going to want an M and M. And there's nothing wrong with me having an M and M every now and then. But now they're open. They're all going to go stale. Greg, I really believe that if you're able to afford canned chicken, you can probably buy yourself oh, it's not a the... bag of peanut M&M's. That's not I'm not the case. stealing your riches from you. No, it's not the case. You can easily replace it. No, you're missing the <laughs> point of this. It is not the point of buying a bag of M&M's. I could go buy a bag of M&M's, but I won't do that. Like, I'm not Greg's buying... Flailing. I'm on a non-chip. Like hardcore right now. Okay, chips and M&M's are my weakness. M&M's I never buy. And so I'm not going to go buy this. So this is a special treasure for me. Like, this is a treasure. Consider it irreplaceable because I'm never going to buy it for myself. Like, that's my rule. That's what he says about chips, too. Well, chips, I know. Chips is a different issue. Although I haven't bought a bag of chips in probably three weeks. That's not true. That's It is true. You don't know that. I've seen you bring in a bag of chips. No, you've seen me do that plenty of times, but not in the last three weeks. I have not. I have not purchased chips. That's being asked M&M's go stale. They absolutely yes, they do. do not. Yes, they do. If you're a if you're an M M&M and M connoisseur, they do go stale. People will people will say that. Anyway, let's move on from this. I'm getting upset. And we've talked about it for too long. You've ruined my bag of M M&M, and M. So anyway, that's how my day is going. What by everybody. sharing? I'm not going to eat the whole thing. I've eaten two. I've had two. So you're going to waste that bag. You opened it up. You ate two, and you dumped them all over the table. And now I'm, and you're gonna you're just mad because I'm on my diet, and you know I'm going to eat all that stuff. And uh, they keep just falling out of the bag because they're going to go bad, and they're sitting there tempting me right in front of me. Mm. Well, I rode my bike down today, so I figure I earned a couple M and M's. Well, anyway, all right, let's move on. All right. Well, when I was leaving my apartment, we'll move away from the M and M's. Yes, it's upsetting me. No, no. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Leave the. (gasps) When I was leaving my apartment Mm. today, so I wanted to. um, So I'm like, all right, I don't have to work until a little bit later tonight, so I'm going to ride my bike down because I'm trying to like get myself. Into winter bike ride mode because you just have to keep on plugging through even when it's like, you know, leafy mm-hmm. and rainy and gross outside. Sure. Because it is. I love riding my bike. So um, went to, uh, so I was getting ready to leave my apartment. And as I was getting ready to open the door, I heard a drill going out, going on uh, down at the end of my hallway. And I had no idea what was going on. I'm like, what the fuck? Why are they drilling in my hallway? Because if you recall, a few weeks, no, a few months ago, actually, now at this point, it was discovered in my apartment building that there yes. was a hidden room underneath the stairs 
that was not it was not in the plans, like not in, in the blueprint for the building at all. There was this sealed in room underneath the main staircase of my apartment building. And it just, uh, they only Which discovered is it. absolutely horrifying. And they and only you're... discovered it because, like, a, uh, there was some, like, pipe problem. So they were cutting through the wall to uh, try and reach a pipe, like, a hard-to-reach pipe. And they cut through the wall, and lo and behold, they found this, uh, like, f- this wooden floored, like, complete, like, walled in with lights or uh, with, like, what used to be lights. And a dumbwaiter, they found uh-huh. this full room. That they had no idea existed. Right, which is absolutely horrifying. And, and your apartment complex is, I don't know, several stories, and there's a lot of people in there. And a, lot a lot of, of people weird in there. Walls it's super and, old. It was an old hotel uh, it, back in the early 1900s. And there's all kinds of stuff sealed up in there. We talked about this before. I can't remember what I named the person because I suspect there was probably a wall man who lived in there. And the wall man who, who that was like his playroom, and you've discovered that and you've let out the secrets or whatever that, that he had in there. You've ruined his, his, his playroom mm-hmm. that he had. That's true. So, I mean, there was access. Yeah, it's well, wall, like it was that's because wall man lives in, in your walls. But I mean, yeah, but I mean, the dumbwaiter is actually, it's there. It was open. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a way to get into the room. There's a yeah. way to get out of the So room. the man who lives in your walls was was hanging out in that room, there's and now it's been punched open, walls, and yes, they discovered it, and the owners some... had no idea it was there. Yeah. So so what is it that, that was so happening So this today? is what's happening. So uh, it's been, so what they did is they discovered the room. They kind of... Uh, Wall man's room, you mean? They discovered the empty room that was not in the blueprints underneath the stairs, and uh, so they cleaned it Maybe up a little bit. Maybe that was Wall man's kill room. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. Stop saying Wall man. And so it's been sealed. So since they did that, they put a piece of plywood over the doorway, which there is a door frame in there as well, and it's wooden floors, and it was somebody's teeny tiny little room um, that has been sealed for uh, however long. And so they put this piece of plywood over it once they discovered it, and it's been like that for months. Like every you know, every day I pass by this plywood that's covering a hole that I know is a little creepy room behind there. Mm-hmm. So I heard the um, someone drilling today, and I looked, and sure enough, one of the the helpers, one of the apartment workers had taken off the door, and I guess they're going to actually take that room and make it some sort of sitting room. What? Yeah, they're going to make it like room? a public room. Like they're putting in some lights and like some chairs, and you can sit in there. Does your apartment complex have like a common room? No, no. Okay. And plus, I don't want a common room with no door that's like down the hallway from my apartment where like drunk people are sitting and hanging out in it. Oh, so it's going to be like a hangout room. I mean, it's a very small room, so I don't know what people, like, if they were going to sit in there and, like, read a book or something, but it's not very big. Oh, so they want to have, like, mixers or something in there where it's you meet not your mix- room. It's like this, it's half the size of our studio. It's very small. It's about, like, I don't know, like, seven foot by, probably, like, seven by seven. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, it's so not- it's a nice intimate setting where you go down there. Okay, I think here's what you should be doing with this. If you're if if they're going to be turning it into that kind of a room, maybe you should start leading some group things at your apartment complex and get to know some of your neighbors because you're probably one of the elder statesmen at this apartment complex. You've been there for a while. I am. It's true. You're probably a lot older than a lot of them too. And so you I could am be the- not a lot older than. <laughs> I have noticed that I'm kind of I'm 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 Midland. I'm I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. Okay, so you could go around and set up some flyers on everybody's door and set up like a meet and greet kind of thing where you can sit there Gross. and like lead that. Gross. You know somebody in your apartment complex is going to do that though. Somebody's going to set up like a meet and greet thing like, hey, no. get to know your neighbors. 
No, hey, I don't, I don't floor three. Let's get so. together oh. on Saturday at 6 p.m. and and sit down together and talk and talk about our feelings and then, you know, and uh, and what books we like. Yeah, that doesn't happen. I, I think I live in a pretty antisocial apartment complex. I don't like mixers like that. That's not fun for me. Stop saying mixers. What is this, like 1962? Go to a social. Yeah, what are we doing here? Yeah, we're going to go to a mixer. Hey, let's go to a mixer. All right, well, so there's that. Or then what you could do is start spreading the rumors of my wallman theory. I don't want the wallman theory because I really don't think that there's a wallman. But what is kind of terrifying is I'm flashing back to every like secret room movie or book that I've ever read. And there's one in particular. It's this TV show that I used to watch. It's called uh, Being Human. Being Human? Being Human. I was obsessed with it for a while. Okay. Um, it's about a vampire, a werewolf, and a ghost that are all roommates <laughs> that live in a house together. Oh it sounds God. really stupid, but it was a really good. It that was, is so terrible. It was a good show. <laughs> a but there's vampire, a, one point, a werewolf, spoilers, and a ghost. So there's there there's a room that they find at some point, and there's like this demonic like little girl that's been living in this room, like her spirit. <laughs> what? And I'm totally afraid that there's going to be like some shining shit where like there's some demonic like child like spirit who's going to who has been released and now is just going to be hanging out in that creepy room that they didn't know was in the blueprint. You watch so many terrible shows. You are like the, the This was not a terrible the show. The leader of terrible shows. It sounds a little terrible because the premise with a vampire and a werewolf. A vampire, a werewolf, and, and a, a ghost. ghost are all roommates. They're all roommates. Well, they they're go down to the local, in a house. Go down to the local oh. coffee shop. Oh my gosh. No, but they're all trying to be human. Ted, stop okay. asking for blood in the coffee. <laughs> Oh my God! I could tell you this. That sounds so terrible. I could tell you what that's. Yeah, I can already picture what that is. What? Why don't we? Okay, we haven't done this for a while. Why don't we? Uh, I'll tell you what that show's about. I'll tell oh you. I will God. sum up that show for no. you. Are so you, talking... you do not need to watch it because that is absolutely a vampire, a werewolf, and a ghost. Yes. Okay. It's really right. good. No, that sounds absolutely awful. Um, so so, so okay, there, there is a BBC is. version and a U.S. version. I watched the U.S. They've made version. two versions of this awfulness? It is not awful. Oh, my God. That is so terrible. That is so terrible. Okay. Um, yeah, I definitely didn't watch the BBC version. Now I'm looking at the pictures. No, I watched Okay, uh, it's a vampire, a werewolf, version. and a human. You look at the girl who plays the ghost is really pretty. You'd like her. Mm, okay, let me stop right a second and I'll look that up. No, don't. Uh, yeah, don't look it up at all. Okay, I'll tell you what it's about. I'll tell you what it's about. You want me to tell you right now, or or you want to wait a little bit? Um, Whichever you prefer. Okay, the boy genius. Okay, so all right. So all I know is being human. Are, vampire, are you doing it now, or are you doing it in a few? Mm, Suit after World of Crazy. Okay. Let's do World of Crazy, okay. uh, and then I'll do it. Um, just so I know, just to sum sum up, the only information I have: being human. It's about a vampire, a werewolf. And, a, and ghost a ghost that are all roommates. And there's some demonic child in a. Yeah, but that's not really basement. a big plot. Po- I mean, it is a big plot point eventually, but that's not. Okay, and it's called being human. It's called being human. <sighs> all right. Okay. Okay. No, but that's seriously what popped into my head when I'm like, "Fuck!" There's probably been like some locked up demon child that's in there, and then it's going to be a sitting room. Like, what ghost doesn't like a secret sitting room? Okay. And it's just going to be at the end. It's going to come through my keyhole and watch me while I sleep. Uh-uh. No, that's what Wallman's doing in your apartment complex right now. Mm. Wallman's probably laying in your bed right now. Okay, that's enough. He knows your schedule. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Dillon. 
Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, story out of Kansas State University. Well, if this was Portland State University, instead of a Kit Kat, it dealt with some peanut M&Ms. I'd know who the thief was, <laughs> but this isn't there. That was a Kansas for a State clip. University student claims that he had a Kit Kat candy bar stolen from his car by a hungry thief with a sweet tooth. Isn't this a Seinfeld episode <laughs> where, where they're at the dealer, the car dealership? And one of the mechanics, like, takes uh, George's Kit Kat. Seinfeld was so ahead of its time that everything in life is. It all can go back to it. Everything no, has become a Seinfeld George tried episode. to get a Kit Kat out of the vending machine, but it got stuck, and he went to get the manager, and when he came back, the, the mechanic yep. had eaten both Kit Kats. Was it a Kit Kat? I think it was a Kit Kat or a Twix. Maybe I think it was, it was a, a Twix. Twix, maybe. Maybe it was a Twix. Yeah. All right. Well, this is a Kit Kat. So, uh, so this guy who had left a Kit Kat in the cup holder of his car came back to notice that it was missing. However, it was replaced with a note. Somebody left a note, the candy burglar did. And it said, saw the Kit Kat in your cup holder. I love Kit Kats. So I checked your door and saw it was unlocked. What? Did not take anything other than the Kit Kat. I am sorry and hungry. What the fuck? That's creepy. If you saw a big bag, if, if you were starving, if you were starving, and you saw a car... You saw that the doors were clearly unlocked, and there was a big bag. No, I'm not going to steal. Okay, yes, if I'm starving, like I'm going to die, like, like medically starving. There's a bag of starving. Doritos. Sure. There's a bag of Doritos sitting there. <laughs> no, I'm not a thief. I don't have that bad of a problem. I'm not going to break into somebody's car and steal them. But you their- know that the car's been there for a while, and, you know, they're probably not going to eat those Doritos anytime soon. Like, it's one of your uh, Russian neighbor's cars. No, I'm not breaking into the one of Russian. All right, but neighbors. if you know that the Russian neighbors are out of town, <laughs> no, that's the last thing I'm doing is breaking into one of my Russian neighbors' cars. I know what's good for me, and that's not good. Uh, no matter how many, if it was full of Doritos, or I still a car wouldn't. that you know that was like long abandoned and it's probably going to be towed away for, by the city any day. I don't think there's any situation you're going to give me where I'm going to break into the car. I think that there's every situation that I'm giving you that you'll want to break into the car. What about a big bag of peanut M and M's that are opened? And you know that they're going to no, go bad. No, not opened. Not opened if I don't know them, which is why you ruined these M&Ms, because you opened the bag. You know The me. best part of it is to open the bag. If you don't know them, you know me. No, but you opened the bag. Oh. That's the funnest part of a bag of M&Ms. Well, this gentleman said that he left his car for only 15 minutes before his Kit Kat was snagged. So if you're going to leave candy in your car... Attention, Greg Nibbler. Be sure to either leave your doors unlocked or hide it from other people, like as you usually do, hide your shame. Yes. Because you never know if somebody's going to try and steal your candy bar. <laughs> really? You wouldn't do it at all? Mm. No, I don't think I would do. I don't think I would. Yeah, I don't think there's anything that I would see in somebody's car that I would want to steal. You would if there was makeup. If there was makeup that wasn't being used, you would totally steal makeup. What's your favorite kind of makeup? Well, it depends. Clinique or something? Is that a brand? No, it's a brand. It's a good brand. It's not my favorite. What's the the one Beyonce does? The one Beyonce does? I don't know. Those commercials. Revlon. Yeah, what if it was Revlon? If I could pick a brand that I love, I do love Urban Decay. That's my favorite makeup brand. That sounds like a terrible brand. Oh, it's Urban hip. Decay. Urban That's, Decay. That is so. She, that, of course, you like that. Urban, Urban Decay, Decay has Decay, amazing. Man. It's makeup called Urban Decay. Anyone ever <laughs> wants to? 
Oh, I mean, a Sephora great. gift certificate, I'd totally buy Urban some Urban Decay. Decay. Oh my God, stop it. Some good makeup. <laughs> and I recall having done your makeup for several different projects, I have used Urban Decay makeup on you, shithead. Oh, I know I hit a nerve there. I'm bringing those guns out. All right. Next up at a Shenzhen, China. You chew your M&M before you. A Chinese police department is coming up with a new way to punish drivers who are abusing their use of their high beams on their cars. High beams in their cars. The way that they're doing this is by making so-called high beam abusers sit in front of a car with its brights on for one minute. That's their punishment, along with getting tickets. They have to sit in front of a car with its high beams on, staring at I mean, at the that would be pretty annoying. Does... For one minute. Yeah. Uh, so traffic police have posted photos to their official website showing various people being made to sit in a special green chair placed directly in front of a car with its high beam headlights blasting directly toward their faces. Wow. They don't mess around. Damn. The post reads, tonight we carry out punishments using high beams. Yikes. While driving with high beams, blinding drivers traveling in the opposite direction carries a $44 fine in China. And police said that uh, sitting in front of high beams for 60 seconds is optional. But it's unclear whether or not sitting in front of the beams was an alternate to paying or alternative to paying the fine or an additional punishment or if it even discounted the fine. No, you just have to do it and that's it. Ugh. Yeah. So uh, some commenters are saying that it's a human rights violation. However, many residents are fed up with the overuse of high beams of drivers who abuse their brights, and they support, uh, they voice their support for the traffic police's initiative. So that's how they're combating people using their high beams. I hate it when I'm driving, especially like to Bremerton. I have oh, to go through has the high beams on? Oh, when I go through like the little back roads and someone refuses to turn their high beams off and it's a narrow road. It's so Do you terrifying. flash at them? No, because I'm afraid it's a gang initiation. Like, oh my legend. god, do you still believe that? Well, that was one of the urban rumors. That, since we talked a little bit about this yesterday, that yeah, if you flash your high beams at someone, then they're going to turn around and hunt you down and kill you as some gang initiation. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing those rumors, and I think my parents even warned me about, like, my mom warned me, but don't flash your high beams at anyone. It's a gang initiation. Um, no, I don't think that's actually a gang initiation. No, it's just an asshole who forgot to turn on their turn off their high beams, and you flash them at them. The other thing you flash high beams for is if there's a police officer. Speed trap. Yeah, if you're a snitch. Yeah, well, no, it's not really a snitch. It's I do it too, but I'm afraid I'm accidentally going to flash another police officer, like an undercover one, and then I'm going to get pulled over for snitching. What? What are they going to do? What are they going to do? I mean, no, You, if you're driving along and you pass, like, a police officer and you can tell, you know, they're... They're checking for uh, radar. That was one thing we always learned to do is once you're passed, you flash your high beams at the person that you pass, you know, like a mile down the road so they know to slow down. Well, I mean, that's that's how I understood it, too. Yeah. It says you can get a ticket for that. Yeah, probably. Ed said that in the chat. Oh, that's what I figured. Is it, it seems like you're trying to cheat. Which I've probably. Totally tried probably to you people. can. But yeah, when you grow up in the country, though, that's what you do. Country laws. It's different. Country. Hashtag country living. Country laws. All right. Oh, my gosh. I didn't realize that I had a... It's it's a very... Unless it's about the election or other ridiculous shit, there is really not a lot going on. So I do have one last story, and this is also from Shenzhen, China. Am I saying that right? No, you're not. How do I say it? You're close. Guess. 
Shenzhen. What's the capital of Colombia? Shut up. <laughs> Shenzhen. I think it's Shenzhen. 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 At Shenzhen, China. Shenzhen. A woman. Are you seriously? A woman in China is being praised on social media after reportedly convincing 20 men that she called her boyfriends. 20 of them, wow. To buy her new iPhones and then selling all the devices to buy a house. Which I don't know. How's she her. doing anything wrong there? No, no, she's being praised for it because apparently oh, she was able to good. convince yeah. I mean, that's. Guys. I mean, I'd say more power to her. A blogger using the name Proud... But wait a minute, she could, how many iPhones? 20, 20 and she could buy, buy a house her. with that? Yeah, I don't know. That's what kind of house? I don't know. How much are iPhones? I'm a Android. Shenzhen. 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 Uh, okay, a blogger that goes by the name of Proud was the first to reveal online that one of their female colleagues, um, dubbed Zhao by Chinese media, had found 20 men to be her boyfriends. She met them online <laughs> in the city of Shenzhen. And asked each man, in order to get her love, to buy her an iPhone 7. <laughs> I mean, if these idiots are doing that, more well, power Zao to her. was able to sh uh, sell all 20 iPhones to cell phone recycling businesses for a total of nearly $18,000. Wait a minute, she sold the iPhone 7 to a recycling business? Wouldn't you just take that iPhone 7 online and sell it to somebody who's Maybe having trouble getting online, one? I don't think it's like melting them down, but I think it's like probably reselling. Okay. Instead of like, I think they say recycling, but I think they mean re a reseller. Okay. Uh, which she used to put down a down payment on a house in a rural area in China. I mean, I suppose if you have 20 of them, I don't know what they're going for over there. I mean, you figure they're like, what, 700 bucks or something here? Well, yeah, well, the story has sparked a mixture of yeah, praise, criticism, okay. and skepticism, but uh, it is true. It was, in fact, proven that she was able to do this, and she confirmed that, they, that she was able to uh, get 20 of her boyfriends to purchase 20 iPhones, and the recycling pl uh, place paid about $900 for each phone. How much are these fucking phones? They're expensive. Uh, ben in the chat said, my friend works at the Apple store, and apparently iPhones are crazy expensive in China, so maybe there's just not as many of them over there. So I guess he said uh, tourists, or she said tourists are buying them here, like Chinese tourists will buy them in the States because it's cheaper. Weird. Yeah. Like how much, I don't... Which is strange, because I'm pretty sure they're manufactured in China, so they ship them back <laughs> over here. But yeah, there they're expensive. More expensive than here. I mean, what ballpark, like... How much? Is I thought they were like seven hundred bucks. Seriously? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure, and I'm not hundred percent. I probably should know that. That's how much an iPhone that. is. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I I believe so. Um, oh my god. Maybe I, it's less than that. I could bet you having to pay fifty dollars for a new phone. Let's see. Well, there's one on eBay for five eighty eight. Newegg has it for oh seven sixty nine. God. Yeah. People with iPhones pay that much money. Uh yeah. Oh yeah. They're pretty nice phones. Don't get me wrong. They are pretty nice. And it probably depends on which version you get oh. with which memory. I'm sorry. I, I really had no idea. I guess I live in uh, a bubble. Rick in the live chat, he uh, works in the phone business. He said uh, iPhone 7 would be about $850. So that's probably for the top one. Wow. I would be terrified to even use an $850 phone. Yeah. Um, yeah, you may not be paying like right out that much if you're on some kind of a phone plan. 
Oh my god. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, I did I had no idea. I thought it was like a couple oh, of yeah. dollars or like something. Like the fancy like Samsung and LG ones, those are really nice too, but they're they're also very expensive. Hmm. I'm okay. more of an Android person. I'm not a, I don't know how to use an iPhone, so it would be wasted on me. Yeah. You know it's well it's a nice phone though. That Google Pixel looks pretty good too. Let's talk about phones. It's the wrong show for Let's that. Let's just do it. I know exactly and like I'm the wrong person to talk to about I know. that. <laughs> I'm like, I have my broken something or other over here. And I'm still there. I have masking tape together. Uh, yeah, so there you have it. So a woman was able to successfully convince 20 online boyfriends to buy her 20 different iPhones, and she was able to put a down payment on a house. because Good for her. Good for her. You do you. All right, there you have it, my friends. It's a world of crazy. Crazy. All right, um... Shit, I forgot. So I'm supposed to tell you what being human is about. Uh, okay, do you want to do that, or I've got cubs, cub stuff. We can, we can do cub, cub stuff. Cub stuff. All right, let's do what being human is about. I'm just gonna. Okay, so it's a. All right, well, hang on. Let me try and find some music. So it's a. How many so times have So it's a vampire. A vampire, a werewolf, and a ghost. And the ghost is a girl. They all live in. I'll give you this. They live in Boston. Boston. All right. Even Bastion. Bastion. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So they all live in Boston, and they're it's a vampire, a werewolf, and a ghost, and they all live together. They're in Boston. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. We'll see what I can come up with. Uh, do you have some music or something? A TV show. Okay. I'm doing it. Ah, slug down some more coffee. Let me think about this. Okay. Is this the right music for the show? It's from the uh, from the soundtrack. Okay, so being human. So it's about a vampire, a werewolf, and a ghost, and they all live together in a Boston apartment. But they're not all from Boston. That's kind of one of the things about it, because they all just kind of came there. Uh, they all came from different places, except for one of them. One of them actually came from there, but we'll talk about that in a second. So Victor is the vampire. Oh. Victor is actually, he's, uh, you would think like, oh, vampire, he's from uh, Romania or something like that. But the kooky thing is Victor's, he's not from Romania. He's from uh, rural Alabama. So he's got this accent. He's like, hey, y'all, how y'all doing today? I mean, no, I'm a vampire. He's like a gentleman vampire. Vampire. Gentleman vampire by the name of Victor. I tell you what, oh man, I I do like the blood, but I don't want to inconvenience you. He's one of those things. So he's always got like little slangs uh, that he says, you know, around the apartment because he's, he's got his southern drawl. And the, so you got Victor the vampire there. And then on top of that, you've got the werewolf. The werewolf, he goes by the name Willie. So it's Willie the werewolf. And Willie is actually, this is where it's all, like all screwed up. Because you think Victor's going to be from Romania. No, Victor's from the South. Willie, you think, okay, he's going to be a rough and tumble werewolf. Nope, he's actually British. And so Willie said, hello there, uh, my name is Willie. I'm a werewolf at night. And I uh, will run around and I apologize. I'll leave kind of a mess around the apartment. And I'll uh, leave hair everywhere. There's hairballs all over the place. You know, because of Willie, because he gets really hairy. And Willie he's doing the werewolf? That. Willie the werewolf. Willie, actually, hello. Sorry about that. Uh, my bad, toodles. Anyway, see you later. Uh, so, Willie the werewolf, Victor the vampire, and then you have Georgina the ghost. So, Georgina's a ghost, and Georgina is actually from Bastin. You know, she's got this real, hey, you know, Omar Bastin. Uh, Boston accents are not my best. Uh, so, uh, are Georgina. Are you nailing it? Georgina is there, and you know, and so, so, uh, William's kind of new to, new to Boston. He, he found, uh, Victor on, uh, 
on Craigslist. That's how they got the place. And then they, they were living there, and they were like, oh, my gosh, we've got a third roommate. That was Willie. Uh, it's Georgina, the ghost. So Georgina actually lived in this apartment. She was going to school in Boston. And Georgina was a bit of a partier. And Georgina, you know, she's, uh, she's, she's pretty hot. And Georgina was partying, but she was also caught up in something else. Like, she was kind of the weird thing. When she was going to school, she was actually, um, she was going to school, but she was secretly undercover. Georgina was undercover when she was going to school. And one of the things she was doing was she was working for the FBI. And so the FBI was, uh, was paying her to go undercover while she was in school. So she was going to have it and stuff like that. And, and she uh, was undercover. She was caught up in a case trying to track down um, some kind of a serial killer. And she didn't know how to track this serial killer down. And so she's trying to track the serial killer down. And the serial killer got her. Got her, mm. you know? And so she's like, oh, and she wakes up. And she's like, oh, no, I'm a, I'm a ghost. No, that's not a Boston accent. I'm a, I'm a ghost. No, that's not Boston either. Uh, anyway, I was going to have it. Now I'm a ghost. No, my. Anyway, so she's there. You know, I'm eating some baked beans. And so Georgina is there, you know, and she's at the apartment. She's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad you guys are here because I want to catch my killer. But I can't because I'm a ghost. And, like, she tries to grab stuff all the time and she can't grab anything. So she's, you know, because she, her hands can't grab stuff. And so so Victor, uh, you know, hey, Victor. You know, and Willie and Willie the werewolf. So Victor and Willie are like, well, you know what? We can help you out. But the problem is we don't look like we're, you know, we can't mess around with other people. We just kind of hide out in here because Victor doesn't like the sunlight because he's a, a vampire man. Oh, man, I'm, so, I'm real sorry about that. I just can't go outside right now, though, because I'm a vampire. Um, but, you know, in the night, he kind of looks human. He can kind of pass for a little bit, but he can't be out in the sun. Whereas you have uh, Willie the werewolf. Willie... You know, during the daylight, he's fine. He can go out in the daylight, but at night, he can't go outside. You see the juxtaposition there? So Willie can't go outside at night because he will he'll turn... I'm very sorry. I'm going to turn into a werewolf right now. I'll cause quite a ruckus. And Willie will end up turning into a werewolf. So she's like, well, okay, how can we make this work? I wish there was some way we could combine all of our powers and we could go hunt the serial killer. What do you know? They're going around their apartment. They're like, well, we're, we're kind of stuck here. I guess we need to expand because there's three of us. They open up a room and they discover what was living behind the wall. A demonic little girl. And they see the demonic little girl and they're like, uh, oh, my goodness. Demonic little girl. What are you doing here? That was Willie. And uh, Victor's yeah. like, oh, I'm so sorry, ma'am. Why, why, why are you hiding out in this little room over here, little lady? Uh, uh, I, I sure would like to drink your blood, but I wouldn't want to do that because that's not nice. You know, he's a very gentleman. And, and the demonic girl's like, oh, my gosh, thank you for freeing me. I've wanted to get out of here for so long. What can I do for you? So here's the deal. The uh, Georgina is like, you know what would be the best thing. We can't really leave this apartment because I'm a ghost. He can't go out in the sun. He can't go out at night. But we have to go catch this serial killer. I wish there was some way we could combine our powers. And that's when the demonic girl is like, well, certainly, certainly, certainly I could do that for you. That's how the demonic girl sounds. Like, yeah, I'll tell you what. I will turn you all. She sounds like Kermit the Frog. Into a human so that you may mix with the humans and find your killer. And that's when they combine together and it's like a... Being human, and they turn into one solid human with like the various aspects of all of them, and then they get to go outside, and and they uh, and then they can go hunt things. But when they come back into the apartment, they Wait, they so disassemble. They're, they're transformers. So, yeah, it's they like all... a transformer into a human. 
because they all combine into one one being that's this weird kind of awkward looking human but then they run out and they can uh, go hunt the serial killer and they solve crimes and that's when so when they leave the house it's like being human and that's like they all three have to yell it out at the same time that's being human that's all the show is and they just go hunt serial killers and stuff being human well thank you I would actually kind of watch that Usually I I don't agree with the things that you, uh, your assessments of the show. Uh-huh. Some of it was actually kind of close. <laughs> was it? Not, not, Do they combine not, into a human? No, but I kind of wish that they would become a super robot, werewolf, vampire, ghost, <laughs> humanoid thing that goes out at night. I would kind of watch that. Okay. Yeah. You, got, you, got, uh, you got it about 5% right. Yeah, well, I mean, I figure that's good enough. I don't mm-hmm. need to watch the show. That's a good, that's a good solve. Yeah, you, you don't need to watch it. It's, it's pretty much... All right. You did the whole thing. Yeah. Kind of figured. Big human! It's like that you turn everything into a monster truck rally. <laughs> Big human! Isn't it pretty much? All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right, it is today. Today. The Major League Baseball World Series final game is tonight. So I want to. What I want to do. This is all ball talk's going to be about today. Is what's going on, and I want to explain what it is, especially to people who don't watch sports, what's happening, and why it's a big deal, um, and why tonight is probably going to be the most watched World Series game, maybe of all time. I wouldn't be surprised if it broke a record, but at least in the last. 30 years, I bet it'll be the most watched And I will World say, I am really, I'm working tonight at a bar. Oh, yeah. At Landmark. And I am, I have never been more excited to work a bartending shift than I am today. Well, let me this. tell you why. So you Ooh. have the Chicago Cubs against the Cleveland Indians. Um, we're not even going to get into the Indians logo, which is highly offensive. Ugh. But they, they need to change that. They just, they need to change that. Well, I'm just going to skip by that for now. We're just going to leave that as it is. Let's talk about the game itself. So these two teams are long, 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 long time Major League franchises. Cleveland has been around since 1901. The Cubs are around since even before that. Let me uh, I don't even know how long the Cubs have been around forever. Um, probably around the same time, I guess. Uh, let's see. I'll, I'll double check that. The... 1876 is when they first started as the White Stockings, and they became the Cubs in 1903. Wow. So that's how long they've been around. So these two teams have not won a World Series in a long time. Now, we know Chicago has not won since 1908. That is the last time the Chicago Cubs won the Major League Baseball World Series was 1908. They were last in it in 1945. That was the last time they were in the World Series. They didn't win. 1908 is the last time they won. The Cleveland Indians were in it. Um, the last time they won was 1948. 1948 is the last time they won the World Series. Now, they've been in a couple of times since then. In the 90s, they had some good teams, but they never won it. So 1948. So either way, whoever wins tonight, it's going to be the first World Series win for that franchise since pre-1950. Big deal. I'm Yeah. So uh, just kinda, I'm just trying to give it some backstory. No, and, no, yeah, I'm, so can, I'm appreciative because I kind of want to know what I'm talking about when mm-hmm. I'm rooting for... So it's been 68 years since Cleveland has won. It's been, what, 108 years since 
the Chicago Cubs have won. Dang. So no matter what, history is going to be made tonight. It's been a long time for each of these cities, or each of these franchises, rather. So that's part of the deal. Um, the other thing is, well, I mean, that's 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 one of the big deals. The thing is, for this series, it has gone to seven games. Seven games is the max because you have to. It's the best four out of seven. So whichever team wins four games first wins. Uh, I think Cleveland won the first game, Chicago the second, and then Cleveland won two games in a row. Meaning, all they had to do was win on Sunday, they would have won the World Series. They didn't. Chicago won. They could have won last night if Cleveland had won. They would have won the World Series, and it was over. But Chicago won again tying it three games apiece, bringing it to a final seventh game to decide who is going to get this World Series. It's been one of the most epic World Series in a long time, and I'm somebody who doesn't really follow baseball to the playoffs, um, but this is, it's fascinating mm-hmm. what's going on with this. So, and Cle- and Chicago destroyed them last night after getting beaten pretty bad in, in those other games. No, because Greg, bless his heart, because we were both working at uh, a couple of, <laughs> we have so many jobs, we have like just yeah. random side jobs. We were both working at, um, our respective, like one of our many jobs, and mm-hmm. so Greg was just like, "Hey, F," because he knew that I couldn't look at my that, that I couldn't watch the game. He's like, uh, "FYI, the Cubs are up. What was it like that first four to nothing? Uh, yeah, three to no- or yeah, f- three to nothing. Then seven to nothing because a guy hit a grand slam last night. Yeah, the seven. That's when you told me you're like, uh, by the way, Cubs are up seven to nothing. I'm like, what the hell? Seven to nothing is when the bases are loaded and then you hit a home run. So oh, that's being asked, four is runs. it possible to get a tie? It is not in this. They will keep on going until there is a winner. So if it if it ends at nine innings is how many you play. If it ends at nine innings, it's, it's a tie. They will keep going until you end an inning and it is not tied anymore. So. Say they go to the 10th inning, which is overtime, essentially. And whoever's at the top of the 10th inning, they're batting first. If they score three runs in the top of the 10th inning for some reason, the other team will get a chance at the bottom of the 10th to try to match that. If they don't, then it. So then since it's, over. it's being played in Chicago, does that mean that the... It is not being played in Chicago. It's not at Wrigley Field? No, it is in Cleveland. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Oh, okay, so since it's in Cleveland, does that mean uh, that Chicago's at bat first? Or does um, that matter? Is there like a coin flip kind of thing? You know, that's a good question. I don't have the answer to that. Like, uh, that, mean, that's a, that figures out who's at the top and the bottom, right? Yeah, I mean, everybody gets the same amount of tries. I, I'm, I mean, last night it was Chicago first, then Cleveland. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that's decided, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe somebody in the live chat can let I us know. I always thought that it was like the... Uh, the opposite team went first. Usually I think it's the visiting team goes first, yeah, but in the World Series I'm not sure if they switch that up at all or if they change that. It's being noted in the chat visiting team, so visitors always bat first. Okay. So so I guess they keep it the same in the World Series. There's the answer to that. Thanks everybody. So yeah, Cubs will bat first then then Cleveland. So that's how that'll go. Um I'm trying to think of any other basic questions I can answer. Again, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a super baseball person, but I love the I love this idea. I love the pedantry of this and how this how this works. Oh yeah, the designated hitter rule. That is something that's based on the park. But whether it's American League, National League, I don't even know if we need to get into that for just mm. basic knowledge. Uh, we'll we'll just kind of leave it at that. So that's that's the basic knowledge of what's happening. It's game seven. Neither team has won in a long, 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 long. Oh my time. god! Like this makes me nervous, and I'm not even a big fan. I mean, I'm more of a fan of the Cubs. Just because of their storage history, storied history, and because of the fact that they don't have a racist logo for their team, but yeah. Um, that, yeah, I mean, you can't fault the players for that. You know, the Cleveland players; it's not their fault that their organization. I has just, that. I'm, I'm just, fla- I'm but flabbergasted. Yeah. It's still acceptable. 
Yeah, like, look at well, that. they've like kind in... of floated under the radar, to be honest, which is ridiculous. But it's Cleveland. The Cleveland Indians are not like a super popular national franchise, so it's kind of floated under the radar until now. That's everybody's like, oh, they still have that. Because honestly, I didn't think they still had that. No, Chief, their logo, Chief, Chief Wahoo. Wahoo. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, it's really gotta go. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I mean, I'm not gonna fault the players for that. They worked hard, but I am definitely rooting for the Cubs because as before the season started, I did say, I did make my prediction that the Chicago Cubs would win the World Series. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm that was my prediction. For them because they are, that's like always the thing that you want to see. I mean, yeah, I didn't even well, know, like I've even just pop culture references. I mean, watching a, Back to the Future, like mm-hmm. will the Cubs win the World Series, you know, like I, I know that that's since childhood, I've known that that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, I I know that maybe yeah. that sounds weird, but I mean, like I know that that's it's always been a like a long shot. Yeah, it's always it's a, it's a running joke. Like, oh yeah, that'll happen when the Cubs win the World Series or whatever. Uh, Vicky's saying you're double jinxing yourself. I think this jinx is beyond it's beyond me at this point. At this point, it's just amazing that they're there. If they win, great. Uh, if they don't, well, oh well. Because uh, mm. this is just this is bigger than than anything like that. I'm happy that I predicted they would make it good. You know, they'd make it to the World Series. I think that's cool because usually my predictions don't work out. Uh, it's being asked in the chat. Just a couple of questions here in the live chat. Funemploymentradio.com slash live. Silk, I know she lives in Norway. I don't want to mess it up. I think it's Norway. Um, says, can non-U.S. teams play in the World Series? Uh, no, the World Series, it's the, it's kind of ironic with that name. It's called the World Series, but it's actually just the Major League Baseball League that's in here in North America. So... Uh, Netherlands. I apologize, Netherlands. I feel like an ass. Okay, so Netherlands. Um, yeah, so the there isn't. There's another thing called the World Baseball Classic or something like that that they're trying to start, where it's uh, teams from around the world. Um, but yeah, the World Series is just America and Canada right now. Mm-hmm. I think there there might be. I'm sure there'll be a Mexican team at some point. There'll be a team in Mexico. Unless there's a wall. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, no. Let's not even get into that. Okay, that's another thing why this is so nice tonight. Because this is a complete distraction from the, the shit utter show. shit show that is politics in America and what's going to be coming up. Because we're going to have to deal with that for the next week and beyond. Right now, this is a reprieve for the entire country to just take a break for a second and, just watch, and watch, watch a dumb, just watch a dumb baseball game. You know, nothing's really on the line here. There's going to be pageantry. Everybody's excited. But, you know, at the end of the day, there's going to be a winner. There's going to be a loser. Life goes on. It's just a fun little distraction that uh, that can happen. Uh, so so that's what, that's what's kind of going on with it. No, I absolutely agree. And that's what I think is so fun watching it because, yeah. like, you're – it's anxiety, but not for like a really bad reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like anxiety for like, ooh, you know, someone's. Yeah. This is a, something cool on the line. Yeah, I mean, it's just fascinating. Now there are some things though with the Chicago Cubs that I was going to bring up to you, Sarah, since you will be bartending. That maybe you can bring up because the Cubs are famously have curses against them. They're uh, they they always think that they're cursed, and that's why. Are they the ones with the green monster? No, that's Boston. That's oh, okay. something else. And that's not a curse. Okay, that's uh, just a... Yeah, that's just the name of the wall in their outfield. Okay. Yeah, that's a different thing. So I remember you saying there was the goat thing, right? Where the guy with the goat was kicked out because they wouldn't let his goat in. The, yes. So let me go through some of the curses here. So there is the curse of uh, well, Steve Bartman, who in the early 2000s, I think it was 2004, 2003... 
where Chicago almost got to go to the World Series, almost went to the won the National League pennant, and then Steve Bartman, who was a fan out in the audience, a ball was hit out. I remember watching. He reached this. to touch it and knocked a foul ball into the stands. Um, turning into a home run, and they and went up losing. Steve Bartman had to leave the city and change his name. Nobody knows where Steve Bartman is. There is oh, talk Steve that if Bartman. the Cubs win, then Steve Bartman. That. Oh, I'm sorry. I do remember that one, though. I'm so glad that I have that in grain. I'm like, oh, yeah, we don't want another Bartman fiasco, right? Because in my head, I swear to God, I just do the Simpsons song. I do I hear the, do the Bartman. That's how I remember it. Oh, that's how you do. I swear to God, I'm like, all right. all right. I'm like Chicago. I'm like Chicago Cubs. Uh, do the Bartman. That guy's name was the guy who touched the ball was Bartman. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's how it works in my brain. Okay, that's mm. that's that's pretty good. Um, and now maybe other people will remember that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. And sorry, I'm just uh, going through here, getting you the, some more. So there is the Back to the Future thing, like you referenced, because in Back to the Future, they said they would win in 2015, and they almost made it. To the World Series. Mm. Uh, but they got beat out by the Mets last year and did not make it. So that was one of the other curses. Now, the goat curse, and I'm going to pull up, I want to pull up ex- the exact story here of the goat curse, just so that you have that. The curse of the Billy Goat, which is the famous one, which is why you see Bill Murray with his shirt, because he's a big Cubs fan. And he has this shirt that said, uh, oh, what was it? Uh, I ain't afraid of no goat. Oh, yeah. So that was his thing. So the origins of the curse are this, and there's kind of different accounts of it, uh, but that has to do with this guy named Billy Cyanus. Okay, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to, okay. So Billy, so there was a, there's a tavern called the Billy Goat Tavern, and that's a real tavern in, in Chicago, the Billy Goat Tavern. Okay. And there's, I guess, a, there's a chain of them. Um, but there, there was this place called the Billy Goat Tavern that was owned by a guy named William William Cianis. And William Cianis uh, would bring his goat to the stadium, to the, to the games. This was back in 1945. And he would bring his goat to the stadium. And allegedly, his goat smelled so bad, and it was bothering the other fans. Stinky goat, like a stinky chicken. Like it was a stinky goat that he was asked to leave Wrigley Field and not come back. And I allegedly, he declared, them Cubs, they ain't going to win no more. Which has been interpreted to mean that he would never win the World Series again. Because this guy, William Cianis, put a curse on them. Uh-oh. It's dun, ca- that's dun, why it's called dun, the curse uh-huh. of the Billy Goat. Because they wouldn't let him in with the stinky goat. With the stinky Billy Goat. So that's one of the accounts. There's various different versions of it. Um, there's also one that, that somebody... That Cianis' family claims that he dispatched a telegram to the team owner, Philip K. Wrigley, which read, You are going to lose this World Series, and you are never going to win another World Series again. You are never going to win another World Series because you insulted my goat. <laughs> Gotta stand for something. This is where that all comes from. for anything. It's that, it's, it, it's, that's the curse of the billy goat. That's the curse of the goat. And that's what's haunted Chicago since 1945, is the curse of the goat. Wow. So, and there's various different stories that you can read up on this and on how it actually worked out. But, uh, yeah, I, how you how you pronounce his name, it's S-I-A-N-U-S, I think is what is. Sinus? Uh, S-I-A-N-I-S. Sianus? I don't know. But anyway, the bottom line is that's the it's the curse of the goat. So that's where that comes from. And that's what they're trying to break so tonight. So when I'm talking to people, I'll be like, hey, I hope the, the curse of the goat doesn't. Yeah, you'll sound really cheesy, but yeah. 
At least you know the curse of the goat, though. It's because mm-hmm. the main thing for you to know tonight is, yeah, the curse the of the partner. goat is because he, the guy had a stinky-ass goat, and he was asked to leave, and he said the Cubs weren't going to win anymore because he had to leave with his goat. It's a stinky-ass goat. All right. The stinky goat. The, the curse stinky of the goat. stinky goat. curse of the stinky goat. I got it. So that's, that's kind of where it is. Um, and there's lots of other curses and things associated with them, but the bottom line is that. So it's going to be a good, fun time tonight. Whoever wins, I have no idea. If they win, hey, I call it. If they don't, well, got pretty close. Got pretty damn close no matter what. Because it's all about me. We'll see. I made it to the... Okay, I made a prediction before the season. This is better than any of my other predictions. I made it before the season. I predicted the Chicago Cubs would win the World Series. It's at least at the Game 7 in the World Series. So... Damn close, but it would be a, such a Cubs thing to do to lose tonight. So we'll see what happens. All right, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh, boy. You're making <laughs> me nervous to watch it. Oh, I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting. And the best thing about this is really, I mean, I'm not a Cubs or a Cleveland fan in, in real life. You know, outside of this, I'm ex- I, I am definitely rooting for the Cubs, though. Mm-hmm. That's who I'm rooting for. But who knows, you know? It's baseball. It's baseball. Who knows what'll happen? Best team will win. I just have so many friends who are um, like from Chicago or who are Cubs fans that are so I'm, I'm excited for them. That's yeah. I'm more excited for my my friends because I'm I'm not a fan of baseball. Like I mean I I like watching you know people who do the best at whatever sport that they play. Right. That's why I like the finals in it. Kind of mm-hmm. anything. But I mean yeah I'm not a Chicago Cab, Cubs fan. But I mean I've I'm totally cheering for them. Yeah. They're who I want to win, and they're you know I have so many friends who love them that they want them to win. So yeah, we shall see. Oh boy! All right, send us an email: funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call: 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You were all fantastic, and we really, really appreciate it. Uh, coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be Geek in the City. Geek in the City. In the City. Right here. Um, don't forget to go to iTunes and leave Fun Employment Radio a review. Big thank you to Chris, who just did that yesterday. Oh, thank you, Chris. Appreciate that a lot. And yeah, you can go there on iTunes or however you listen to this podcast. Just give us a quick review. You know, if you're listening on some kind of a podcatcher thing, give us, give us, a, give us a nice review. It helps other people find the show, helps us keep this going. It's really important. And uh, we really, really appreciate your, your time in doing that. It makes a big difference for we us. Sure do. So if you can leave us like a review or something, that's, that's even better. Um, um, How's it going over there? I'm going to try to get as much done in the next three and a half hours as I can because right. I'm going to watch this game. Got to hustle your bustle. I'm going to watch this game. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Welcome. 11 a.m. for live subscribers tomorrow. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.